0: And welcome back to Boss Babes, the podcast. I'm Maxine.
1: And I'm Katie. And we are here today with a special guest that we are beyond excited
0: so about. So excited to talk to.
1: To this podcast. I guarantee you have heard us talk about the Enneagram. So we have Gina Gomez here with her Instagram account is called the Enneagram and you and she is going to talk about the Enneagram today so Gina will you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself um yeah and like what what do you do besides the Enneagram
2: (laughs) well yeah well thanks for having me first of all um and so I um well I'm Gina (laughs) (laughs) And I uh, am a women's life coach, and so the Enneagram is sort of the cornerstone of my coaching. Um, And yeah, I came across the Enneagram about 10 years ago, and much like yourselves, I just got obsessed and realized how applicable it was to my life and how much I could start integrating things like that, and I just never looked back, so... Here I am 10 years later. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. Uh, that, so I didn't even know that the Enneagram
0: had been a lo- around that's for what that long. To say. It's, it's just really kind of like been hyped up recently.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Recently it's gone mainstream, but the Enneagram has actually been around for a really long time. Like um, they, they can't trace back how far, but it's like centuries and centuries.
0: Wow.
1: Oh my gosh. That is so interesting. Do you have any like theories as to why it has like blown up recently? Like I almost want to say just because of social media and like, I feel like that people who have enneagram accounts are like so successful on instagram so
0: popular yeah
1: yeah like most people who have like a pretty good instagram like enneagram account have like over a hundred thousand followers
2: yeah the enneagram definitely gained a lot of popularity on instagram uh i think i i believe that it was um thanks to sarah jane case who runs the Enneagram and coffee account.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. i
2: follow that. <laughs> yeah. It's such a great account. And she had posted, I believe it was like a bingo kind of um, post and it went viral. So I think that really helped get the message of the Enneagram out to the masses. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Um, I follow that account and I'm obsessed every time I'm an eight and Katie's okay. a seven. Okay. And anytime anything pops up, um, on the Enneagram and, and coffee account, I'm always like, Oh my gosh, that is scarily accurate. And that's <laughs> why we're so obsessed with it because it's crazy how accurate it is. Yeah. And like, I just want to ask like, what got you started in it really?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I was actually living in, in italy at the time and i was going through a breakup and i decided that i need a little bit of uh help so i actually went to see a therapist and he um he really wanted to help but i was going to be leaving um shortly so he introduced me to the enneagram he's like i think that this would probably you know kind of be a um a good start for you to kind of look into yourself do some inner work yeah. and at first when I saw like he showed me like a pamphlet and it had the symbol on it and <laughs> I just thought uh this looks a little cultish and <laughs> I can say that I, the symbol does look very cultish <laughs> yeah it's, it's well yeah it does have like esoteric um origins but I I I went back to my apartment that day and I looked it up and I didn't even need to take a test. Like I read through the descriptions and when I got to the type two, I was such an, in an unhealthy state. I was like, oh, that's me for sure. (laughs) So you're (laughs) a two. I'm a two. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I have taken, I like tried to almost disprove that I'm a seven, but I have taken four different Enneagram chats and I'm always a seven wing eight every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was gonna add to that like I totally like I love the Enneagram and it's super fun but also like it has helped me do so much self-reflection because I have studied my personal number so much that I almost feel like that when I have some kind of like negative behavior or negative thought I'm like no, nope. I know this is a sign of a seven, like, and it I'm just doing this unnecessarily. And I feel like it's also helped me in my relationships, like friendships and my marriage, because like it has helped me see that, you know, everyone's not like me. Everyone, you know, is different and, and likes different things and communicates differently. So I feel like it's been very, very good for my self-reflection and like personal growth too.
2: yeah Yeah. exactly it kind of I think there's a oh sorry sorry Gina go ahead no I was just saying it definitely helps um when you start to dive into your type the next sort of jump you do is looking at the people in your life and kind of how your relationship with them
0: yeah yeah and just it's so interesting too of I would say like Katie, what you just said with the communication and learning how people communicate differently kind of relates back to like what people's different kind of love love languages are, you know, and you can just see like, well, um, my husband and I are both like the exact same to a T and we have the same love languages and stuff like that. But then my sister is a total three and my next like highest rating or whatever is a three. So when she took it, I was like, I can totally see where like we jive on certain things and then certain Mm -hmm. things we clash so hard. Yeah. So it's so so interesting.
1: My husband, you'll probably find this interesting. So I'm a seven and my husband's a nine. So he's like cool, calm, collected. And I'm like loud, crazy, sporadic. Like (laughs) it'd be really good for me to like, For one, we balance each other out really good. But also, it's been good for me to be like, okay, he's not like freaking out like in a good way. Like, I want all responses to be like, yeah, that's awesome, you know. (laughs) Okay, that's just his personality. He's excited. He's way calmer than I.
0: I was gonna say, has Colt ever yelled in his life?
1: I've never. (laughs) Sometimes I have to ask him to speak up because I can't hear him. Um, quiet. My mom still be like very respectfully like Katie you're yelling I know you don't <laughs> <laughs> because like when I'm excited I talk so loud. But oh, yeah. anyways, okay can you just give us like a few sentences <clears throat> like a definition of the Enneagram so if no one has ever heard of this can you just give us like a basic definition?
2: Sure so the Enneagram is a personality um psychology-based typing system. It's very similar. A lot of people know about Myers-Briggs. So it's similar to that in that it will give you a list of characteristics and behaviors and traits and things like that. Um, But what sort of sets it apart is the fact that you are able to dive deeper into the why behind your behaviors. And then there's also the, you know, roadmap to how to self-develop, how to integrate.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then can you give us also like a brief little overview about each type? It doesn't have to be super brief either. Like if you want to, cause I don't think some of our listeners have no idea what we're talking yeah. about whenever <laughs> we say that's I'm that's an eight, that's she's a seven.
1: Whatever date you want to go into it.
2: Okay. Yeah. So we, um, well, let's start at the top of the Enneagram map. So if you can imagine a circle at the top, you have a type nine. And um, the type nine is uh, sometimes called the mediator. They're very calm, and they desire um, sort of inner peace, um, and they're very chill. <laughs> just like <laughs> uh, the, yeah. yeah, just like Katie's husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then going towards going clockwise, you have the type one. And this is commonly, um, known as like the reformer and they are all about wanting to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be a bit perfectionistic and also they desire to just be a good person, like a good, wholesome person, yeah. um, very in line with their values usually. So then you have the type two and they're uh, usually known as the helper or the nurturer and their desire is to be loved um, and to be able to kind of share their gifts with the world. And uh, the type twos usually like this is, I always point this out is that a lot of women will take the test uh, online, like an Enneagram test and a lot of women mistype as twos. So um, that's why it's always good to kind of take your top three uh, results and kind of dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, then you have the type three, which is uh, the ch- the achiever. And they're all about um, achieving their goals. They're very action oriented and um, they value success and prestige and things yeah,
1: like that. I have a lot of top three friends.
2: Me too. Yeah,
1: most of my friends are top three or top eight. So I don't know.
0: When Delaney said that she was, that's my sister, so she's going to take the MEGRAM, I was like, you're a three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then she was like, I am a three. I was like, nah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of threes in our society just because here in the United States, we're very much. Um, focused on achieving yes. so I think there's a lot of that for sure um, yeah and then so next to the three you have the four and this is the romantic or the individualist the creative um, their desire is to establish a very unique identity and um, they're very self-expressive as well next to them is the type 5 which is the observer and uh, this is a very cerebral type person, um, someone who uh, spends a lot of their time in their heads, mm-hmm. um, can be very uh, overanalytical, um, but very, very knowledgeable. So they bring us all the facts. <laughs> uh, next to the type five is the type six. And the type six is the loyalist, um, also known sometimes as the, what is it? The loyal? No. I forget the other term, but anyway, (laughs) they're the loyalist and, um, the loyal skeptic that that's Um, the other name sometimes they're called. Uh, and yeah, they are, um, like the name says they're very loyal and, um, dutiful. So they have a sense of wanting to serve for a greater cause, which is great. Um, there's a theory that I think it's like, 60% 60% of the population are sixes I don't know really? if that's true My or not.
1: Mom actually is a six I finally forced her to take it and I can like totally see that she focuses so hard on loyalty to others mm-hmm. and like uh, like super focuses on getting loyalty back like she wants yeah. people to be as loyal as she is you know and that's hard in today's age
2: yeah yeah oh for sure yeah um which is sort of what brings in that loyal skeptic part because they're they're loyal but what they're really looking for is um safety and security yeah. so even within their relationships they might feel a bit um like uncertain mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah and then we have the type seven which is sometimes known as the enthusiast <laughs> that's <laughs> katie's type but she's doing a little <laughs> uh, um And yeah, the seven is all about wanting to enjoy the pleasures of life. Um, they're very optimistic and can sometimes be a bit scattered at times because they're just, yeah, enthusiastic energy running through them.
1: But let me plug a funny story. So I don't ever drink, um, pre-workout and (laughs) I I got some pre-workout for free. Um, and I ended up trying it today and I'm so naturally energetic and high strung Mm -hmm. that I took half of the recommended dosage and I (laughs) was on edge. I actually take the magazine before the podcast and I was like, um, I'm kind of scared because (laughs) I took this pre-workout and I'm like even crazier than I normally (laughs) am, which is already crazy. So I can totally attest to like the energy and scatterbrainedness of
2: (laughs) (laughs) the type seven. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't think, I don't think most type sevens would, um, I mean, not that like they can't drink coffee, obviously, but, um, they do have that, um, just natural energy.
1: Yeah. I haven't drank coffee in like six or seven weeks. I don't think.
2: Oh, I cannot relate. I'm just I cannot relate
0: to
1: that I'm either, here so. right now.
2: <laughs> like, it's noon.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry to stop you. I just had to say that.
2: No, that's great. It gives people um, sort of like a deeper insight look. So, yeah, the type eight um, is the sometimes known as the challenger or the protector. And their desire really is to maintain control and... Um, to also kind of observe the way that um, their environment is so that they can either um, protect themselves or the people that they love. Um, They have a desire for justice. Um, So they're very fair, very honest, authentic people.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's (laughs) (laughs) Maxine. They make good friends.
0: (laughs) You what? Yeah, the seven and... A seven and an eight walk into a bar. We should write a book, Katie. <laughs>
1: seven and an eight record a podcast. <laughs> but anyways, I love, yeah, that. Is, I love that. I think that was a good overview. Like it wasn't too much, but it was still enough. And if you want to know more, you can go to Gina's Instagram. It's going to be linked. Um, but it is, can you plug your Instagram really quick?
2: Sure. My Instagram account is ginagomez.co. It's G-I-N-A-G-O-M-E-Z dot C-O.
1: Yes. And I also want to elaborate on the, I have seen before, um, and this is like some like serious self-reflection for me, but I've seen somewhere, (laughs) I don't know if it was on your account or somewhere else, um, that sevens really care about being content. And I so agree with that. Like, I can't even tell you how much I agree with that. Like I don't not that I'm saying I don't want to be super successful or whatever, but it's like, as long as I have that baseline, like I don't care about making like a million dollars, whatever. As long as I have the money that I need to have a house and go on some vacations, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like that for all aspects of my life. Like as long mm-hmm. as I'm just content, I don't have to be like, the best at everything or like had the most of this or all that as long as I'm just like baseline content I'm good so I thought that was like super relatable
0: when I and I'm over here I want a horse farm and a jet because I hate (laughs) flying commercial
1: (laughs) that's so max she's like no my dream would be to walk into a building
0: (laughs) I want to be a billionaire by 28 let's see what else um Gina I was just reading your type eight in love on your Instagram that you just posted a couple yeah. days ago. And this is so, so accurate. Yeah. And I also love that. So my husband's name is Colt too. So when yeah, we're both, we both we're out, married, to people. we're both married. Hers is Colt with a K and mine's Colt with a C, which yeah. is so funny, but we'll be talking and people who don't know us are like, are you Yeah, it's who's
1: like whose husband, husband are you talking about? <laughs>
0: But this is, I feel like this is so true for both me and Colt. So I'm going to send that to him. I'm screenshotting. But oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm forward to Colt all the time. I literally got on this website once and, like, he isn't as into it as I am, of course. Like, he's not as excited about it. And I literally forced him to sit down and I, like, read like 10 pages to him. And he was just like, <laughs> and I was like, this is so interesting. <laughs> Too so funny. Okay, so since this um, podcast has a geared <laughs> side towards business, um, can you tell us some types of Enneagrams um that you think would excel in the business world or just like anything with Enneagram and business? I know I did a quick Google search and like all of my recommended searches are what I do. It was like, blogging.
0: Oh, you did one for an eight too. And you sent it to me and it was super oh, accurate. Yeah?
1: And, um, there was one, mine was like photographer, which I am. I'm a photographer. And then it was like travel blogger. I'm also a travel blogger. Like it literally was <laughs> like, I was like, do you have a camera on me?
2: <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. We, um, so my friend and I, uh, Christy Fountain, Uh, last, no, it wasn't last year. It was the end of 2018. We started a podcast called, um, God bless the Enneagram, which is now called modern Enneagram. Um,
1: love! We will have to listen.
2: Yes. Yeah. We haven't recorded in a while. Um, both our lives got really, really crazy busy. Um, and as you guys know, like podcasts are very, um, they take a lot of time. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, so we do have an account though called the Modern Enneagram, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because we did a series uh, about the enneagram types and what careers we thought would like most suit them. I'm going there. So you can check that out. It's modern dot enneagram, and um, you have to like scroll back a bit, but it's there. And I think to answer your question, you know. Um, any type can do anything, right? There's always that, like, we we all have our own unique uh, DNA and set of dreams. But I think when it comes to business mindset, um, it's usually type eights and type threes that sort of have the ability to naturally excel.
1: Um,
2: It comes from like, yeah, the energy of a type eight, um, they're they're very, very hard workers. And also they have a great um, leadership style. Mm -hmm. So if they're a healthy eight, right, they're looking at not only rising themselves, but sort of helping and empowering people to come up as well. Um, And then you have the type three, who I like to call like the um, cheerleader of humanity, who's very, encouraging, and yeah. they want you to reach your goals, things like that. So I, I would say those two would be the most inclined to kind of um, want to pursue a yeah. CEO or entrepreneur, solopreneur lifestyle. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think of that? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And my,
1: I have an eight wing and the things that you kind of said like resonated
2: with mm-hmm. that
1: part of me. And yeah. I also think the seven part of me that so desires freedom and flexibility also plays a role in that because when you're a business owner, you, you're you the in charge. You have the mm-hmm. flexibility you want. You have the freedom that you want to create. So I feel like that's why... I, I personally am drawn to the business aspect not I'm not drawn to it for the success I'm drawn to it for the freedom.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes
0: sense. I I totally totally resonate as an 8 just definitely for freedom. My thing is like I don't want anyone telling me what to do. So <laughs> I don't want a boss above me um or someone above me. Now I am Getting better at like delegating and like giving things. I should say, I'm working on getting better because I'm like (laughs) delegating things because I want to do everything myself so that it's exactly Mm -hmm. how I want it instead of. And like, I'm trying, I'm looking into getting a virtual assistant, but it's so hard for me to just like be able to let that stuff go and like give it to someone else so that I can focus on the things that I really need to focus on. But then in the back of my mind, I'm always like, well, they're not going to do. As good a job as I would do and yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. So like that's where I struggle. But I know Katie and I can both resonate with what you said about like the part of the do you say three or eight of like wanting to bring other people up?
2: Yeah. Well, you they both said, do, but in different ways. Like right. they both have different ways of empowering people to reach, you know, their goals. But um the E when when you think about not wanting to delegate, it always comes back to that, like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself <laughs> kind of mindset. And um what's interesting is that for for ETS as leaders, as they start to kind of develop more leadership roles, they realize that, you know, um, delegating is sort of also helping their team like cultivate this mm-hmm. same mindset that they have and that they kind of have to go through that icky period of feeling like they're not in control of something right um but then being so uh grateful afterwards that they did finally this, <laughs> is, good. this is what i need
1: <laughs> i've never like really had problems delegating because like i'm the opposite i'm like they'll get it done like it's fine yeah, right. I think i'm a very good um group member like, like, because I do a lot of different like groups and virtual events with my skincare, and like, everyone's like, it like, do, do you matter like the title, like this, that? I'm like, nope, like, I y'all do like, I trust you, but also, <laughs> it has helped my team a lot because I have recruited over 50 women onto my skincare team, and mm. it took me a while to realize that it's super important to let other people do things so that they can learn. Cause at Mm -hmm. first I was doing everything for my team. Like back when I started in like 2018 and now I'm to the point where, you know, I'm delegating and they're doing things on their own and things like that. So I think if you are in a business where you do have a team, learn the importance of delegating to people because they're not going to be able to rise up if you're spoon feeding them. So mm-hmm. I think it took me a while yeah. to figure that out, but I definitely feel like it's Im- an important little side note if you have your own business that way.
2: Yeah, for sure. Love it.
0: Love it. And um, Gina, I wanna ask you too, because I just looked at your modern Enneagram um, uh-huh. Instagram. Are you just like an Instagram
2: genius or what's going on here? Yeah, because like how do you
0: words are out of control? <laughs>
2: Um, so I do have a, a bit of a marketing background. Um, I was also a photographer for about oh 15 years. Oh, wow. And so I do have like a background with like design and um, marketing and things like that. So I also um, enjoy it. That's right. the one thing I think a lot of times um when we start new accounts or when we start a new business, if you don't really enjoy the marketing side, it's going to be difficult. Um, but the one thing I have noticed is that when you show up with value for people and you do it consistently, whatever consistent looks like for you, um, it's, I don't want to say it's easy, but the flow is there. People can read energy online. I know that sounds a little woo woo. Yes. But they can definitely tell if you want to be there or if you're doing it for another ulterior motive.
1: Right.
2: So, yeah.
1: No, I love that. And I totally totally agree. Mm. I love that you were a photographer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I did that for about. 12, 12, 15 years. I don't really remember, but, um, yeah, loved it. I still love it.
0: That is awesome. Oh my gosh. Katie, do you have any other questions for her? Um, well, <laughs> well that's probably not what I should ask. <laughs> yeah,
1: I could literally ask all day, but to kind of like stay on topic, I guess. Um, <laughs> I think we're like pretty good. Um, Maybe if we, Max, do we have time? If we yeah, have time, I, I would like for you to just super briefly, if you don't care, like because I didn't ask you this beforehand, <laughs> um, to just like quickly tell maybe a career top for each enneagram. Like you don't have to get anything in like specific details. Sure. Maybe just a general um, career top.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of pull this from the post. So if I'll just pull a few and if people want to look deeper into it, you can see the modern enneagram. Okay. So I'll start with a type four. We're going to go sporadically. Okay guys. (laughs) Okay. So some of the gifts of a type four, that they're very purposeful, original and inspiring. So some of the careers that we suggested um, would be like a designer, something creative, yeah. Um, or even like a yoga instructor, a life coach. For Ooh, type yeah. one. Then for the type three, um, some of their gifts are that they're got, um, they're competent, disciplined and very, um, focused. So we chose marketing manager. We chose a makeup artist and a uh, fashion designers also in there. So
0: cool. That's so
1: cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, type two, we have, their gifts are, they're empathetic, great listeners, supportive, and some of their careers we chose were a therapist, a teacher, physician, wedding planner. (laughs) Interesting. Um, Type one, their gifts, some of their gifts are that they're logical, efficient, self-disciplined, and very honest. So we chose careers like a lawyer, social worker, lobbyist, oh, yeah. estate planner, things like that. Type nine. So some of their gifts are that they're incredibly kind, cooperative, supportive of others, and very diplomatic. So we chose a uh, librarian, florist, teacher, painter, blogger.
1: So funny, because I'm just thinking about my
0: husband. He's I know,
2: me too. <laughs>
1: He's actually getting ready to graduate from medical school. So it's just nice. funny to hear all of those things.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess
0: that like compassion aspect goes yeah. with it. you yeah. know.
2: for sure. For sure. Uh, Maxine, your husband's also a nine? No.
0: He's an eight. Oh, he's no. an
2: eight. Mine okay.
0: is loud and talkative.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So type A is next. And some of their gifts are that they have incredible strength. They're very responsible, they take charge, and they're very assertive. So some of the careers we have for them are career counselor, marketing executive, <laughs> president of the United States, we have that yes. in here, um, <laughs> financial advisor, things like that. Gotcha. Um, and this is, just to preface this again, like, it's these are just ideas. Obviously, yeah, sure. people can, you know. Do yeah, whatever yeah. So type seven, some of their gifts, their enthusiasm, they're very quick learners, friendly, positive thinking, high energy. Some of the uh, careers we have are um, firefighter, photographers, TV host, <laughs> advertising and sales. Oh
0: my gosh, Katie, you could so be a TV host. That's- <laughs> Especially with your accent. Like I feel like you on TV, people be like, I love this girl.
1: That's funny. But I mean that relates. I mean, we're doing a podcast which is very similar. I'm a photographer so, yeah. and I'm also in marketing and sales. So like kinda hit the nail on the head for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um do you guys know the show? I always forget the name of the show, but it's basically uh, Joanna Gaines and her husband. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah so the I,
2: yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, I yeah. believe <laughs> that the I read one of her Magnolia magazines and she's a one and he's a seven.
0: Oh, I can, so I
2: can see, see that, that so much. Yeah, I know. It was so great to, to read that. That's funny. Okay. So type six, some of their gifts are that they are great problem solvers, uh, analytical thinkers, and very, very dependable. So some of the careers we chose for them were professor, college counselor, personal assistant, tech support, things like that and then lastly type five some of the gifts that they have are that they're extremely independent so great on their own self-starter there are they are also fast learners knowledgeable and uh, open-minded so some of the careers we have for them are an engineer of any kind um a poet or a novelist biochemist astronaut writer It's <laughs>
1: that's so fun
2: wow that is cool yeah
1: Yeah, that was awesome. So thank you so, so much for hopping on. Thank
0: you so much, Gina. Thanks for having me. We could talk for hours.
1: Yes, like we love this so much. So getting to talk to an expert is awesome. And I know that our listeners are going to love you. So um, you have a book, correct?
2: I do, yeah. Um, I released a book in March and it's called The Enneagram and You. It's all about of course, the Enneagram understanding your personality type, but also how it can transform the relationships in your life. So, um, you'll see on my feed, if you go to my Instagram account, there's a series that I did that pairs the two, like two couples. Right. Um, but in the book, you get an overview also of what that might look like in a friendship context or also like work related. Member context.
1: This is definitely on my to read list. Um, how can they purchase the book? Just go to your Instagram and find a link there.
2: Um, you can buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. Um, it's called the Enneagram and you awesome. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much. Thank
2: you so
0: much, Gina. Um, for our listeners, one more time, her Instagram is ginagomez.co. And definitely go give her a follow. And we so, so, so appreciate you coming and talking to us. Um, also, if
1: you aren't following us, we on Instagram are at underscore the creative co, um, where we help women in business there. So, and this is our podcast through that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Gina, for hopping on. Um, I think this was a great episode and I can't wait
0: for I'm so our
1: listeners to hear it. So
0: we will see you all next time. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. Bye.